moment I moved to UK at 15, and until I saw my parents, was nine years difference. So I saw my parents for the first time after nine years. Guys, this is our brand new episode of Alp Chat, and we're going to be having a very interesting discussion with new faces. And yeah, so if you want to, uh, I can't speak. So yeah, guys, if you want to be involved in a very intriguing conversation, then don't go anywhere. Presenting in Alp Chat, Uniam Gerhardi, the sort of per How did you find immigrating to UK, integrating into British life, school, language, friends, etc. Well, Introduce your story, your situation, um, and yeah. Well, that's a long one because I'm probably the first one that came here before you guys. What year did you come? 98. Okay. I was here 95, thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, you probably don't remember. I was born here. You yeah. probably don't remember that's much. That's cheating. I can't remember much. Yeah. No, I can because I remember my mum was pregnant, so she was like under the truck with me. <laughs> So you, that. so you remember <laughs> your mum being pregnant and you not being born yet? That's in your one. But yeah, when I came here, it was like the big Albanian flags were coming over. Yeah. Literally, everyone was coming over. Everyone was new. Do you want to share a little bit, like your story? How up to the age of fifteen, what 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 gave you that thought to come? How old well, was over there? You came by yourself, didn't you? Yeah, me and my mum and my sister decided to go Europe, do a bit of traveling. So we went to Greece. Saw some family from Greece. We took a cruise ship to Italy. Cruise ship? That's posh. Those yeah. came in the inflatable ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it was a pretty cool. The head is our first time I've been to a cruise ship. Cinemas, <coughs> like surfing, and all sorts in there. And uh, <coughs> and I sort of sold the idea: England, UK, football. I used to be a big football fan, and uh, and that was it. I decided to come to England. Do you think you're going to move back eventually? Or you like? Well, the plan is work, make enough money. So when I retire, I'd like to move back. Really? Yeah. Why, Why? not? It's Albania. Why not? So <laughs> coming coming to England, what was the biggest challenge? Biggest challenge, language. You said you travelled with your mom and your sister. Yeah, I came on my own. I let, they went back home, oh, came uh. here, and joined my uncles. So they let you come on your own, and they returned. No, that's a complicated story. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know I was here until I told them I was here. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a home alone situation where like, they got back on a cruise ship and they were like, where's Gareth? Where's the kid? <laughs> yeah. I was 15 and I was travelling with my mum and my sister. <laughs> you wouldn't find me the going to different countries. <laughs> the, pro the, pro the problem is, a 15 year old Albanian back in 99, mm -hmm. mentality wise, equivalent mm -hmm. of a 22 year old man today. So, yeah. how does that make you now? <laughs> oh. Interesting question that I have is, so at first, I'm sure your family would have been like raging when they found out. That oh yeah, of course. At first, they're going to be really crazy about it, and then once they see you're seeing a bit of success from it in terms of settling in and getting on really well, they tend to accept it more and more over time. How long did it take in your situation? I don't that? know how long it took them to accept. But I tell you one thing, my mum still mentions it today. Still, was <laughs> <laughs> when I was 15. Obviously, my parents wanted me to go to school and study and be a doctor or whatever I wanted to be. So when we came here, what the government did, they put us into care homes. Till, till my sort of early 20s, we spend our time doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Basically, all jobs, having fun, going there, going there. So when you sort of growing up, and we find ourselves no education, no profession, can't get a decent job. So I, I end up going back to college at 25. Wow. And I started electrical engineering, and I went off from there. But the thing is, a lot of Albanians that come now, mm -hmm. they live in school in Albania, 
Mm. They're dropping everything they've got, that they're coming here. But the problem is now they don't have the rights to go to school here, which means that they're wasting their youth, they're wasting their time that they could actually be developing into someone important. Do you or advise scientists. people to come later? I advise people, unless you have someone here that can provide things for you, or provide an education, a job, a home, or something, there's no point coming because you're going to drop your education back home, you're going to leave your family, your comfort zone, you're going to come here thinking you're going to be a millionaire and you're going to end up working in a car wash, sharing a room with five other guys and wasting your life away. I think the opportunities are going to be better here even if they don't have someone here. If life, the quality of life is better in the UK than it is in Albania, they have no opportunities. Okay, now let me put in perspective. You live in Albania, let's say you live in a town or a village, you know, you look after the cattle, you go to school, you go and you only a circle of friends. You might not have enough money to buy a nice car or buy the latest phone or the latest designer clothes, but you're home every night, you're with your family, you've got someone to look after you, you're not, you're not dying, you're not starving, you sleep but in a comfortable bed. That life is not for everyone. Some people prefer no, that life, some I, people just want something new, they want to break out wants, of that yeah, everyday lifestyle, they, they want be, something better. But you have to be realistic. They're coming here at 16, Okay, but now it's a different time. You don't get help from the government. You come in here at 16, you're going to be working yeah, in the car wash. Yeah, you work like a dog, just how everyone no, else is working. Working here for the five, six years. The problem I have with Albanians that come here now, for example, is they expect everything to be handed to them. It's like they don't want to work for it. They think that we just kind of got it. They don't know how much we've suffered to get to the point of buying houses and buying cars and doing all the, sh the shit that we've established until now. Well, they now. see us and they think they see us and the they same. think that that's, that's our everyday yeah. lifestyle. They don't understand the blood, sweat and tears that goes backstage. They just see us. For like that period, that one month when we're in Albania, they see that lifestyle, they think, oh my god, these yes, people have got money up. That, that deception is causing <coughs> people yeah. to come here, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. maybe not all of them, but a lot of them are wasting the life by being here, and a lot of them are going back to Albania with nothing. But there's no harm in trying it, and then if, it, if they don't like the lifestyle, they can always go back. If you have no ambition to even see what more there is out there in the world, what are you living for? Just to go home, yes, um, eat, okay. go home to your family, sleep. Right. That lifestyle is shit. That quality of life is yes, shit. Yes, I understand. Now, so what, I'm, what I'm saying is I'm talking, about, I'm talking about kids that's, that's 16, 17, 18. Yeah. Now, if you take someone who stayed in Albania, they've got the finished school, they've got a degree in anything, that means they're sort of established to a certain degree. So when they come here, they can actually, they know a few things. They're not, they're not kids. If someone's only in early 20s, they come here, they can read, they can write, they know a bit of history, they know a bit of maths, they know a bit of everything. So they can work with that, they can, make, they can make something, they can actually study, do a course. You take a kid who's 16, he just left school in Albania, and he can just about read and write. I think you two are thinking of two completely different examples. You're thinking of those people that want to come and try and make a better life for themselves and want to work hard. There's two different of, types. He's talking about like the lazy people that just want to come here just for the rich life. Yeah, of course, there's, there's this and that in every... Like I said, it's not, not just in our culture. There's people that want to be lazy, you can't come and be lazy. If you want to come yeah, here and work and you've got someone that I can agree. help you work, then yeah, by all means. So how, how have you guys integrated into sort of British society? in between um, the Albanian culture and mentality I think and can, the balance in between. I think everybody's got a, a spectrum of what they think right and wrong is. For example, a lot of things that an Albanian would consider wrong, like losing your virginity before marriage, for somebody else is like, not try before deal. you buy kind yeah, of thing. It's nothing. like, huh? It's not a big deal for, for It's not a big deal, try before you buy. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> 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 Me and my sister worked so hard on my mom to change her 
mentality on a lot of stuff that she considers not, not normal. Like if we go to Shisha, she'll be like, no, it's a ton years, it's a gossip, I'm going drug, blah, blah, blah. Like, but they change, the mentality they change. It's not like she's starting to adapt to things like that. That's so true. That we'll yes. see you doing that. But everybody who lives here does that as well. No, you know what my dad it. says? Uh, and he says that to me now, like, because I smoke and he said, that shisha was the reason I started smoking when it was completely the other way around. Like I discovered cigarettes before I discovered shisha, mm. and now my sisters are an, a an age. They're younger than me, but they're they're an age where they it's like a th something they can do other than go clubbing, which they're not allowed to do. Mm. And when my dad finds out that they've got shisha, it's like a whole big sort of yeah. thing that's yeah. created out of it. It depends. Like, oh, it's going to lead to this. It's going to lead yeah. to that. But it's like, not. No. My father's the same. So your gonna... your reason is oh, it could lead to something bad. Was your mom's reason is that people going to say no? It could lead something bad. No, 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 it could lead to something bad because everybody does this like whatever, mm -hmm. and it's in everything in moderation. It's more like they consider it really wrong. Like you're a bad girl if you do things that are not traditionally correct according to our guidelines of what what a good girl is and blah blah but blah. They, they, Think because they're older, they grow up with this sort of mentality. It's hard for them to deviate from it and sort of integrate to a new yeah. society. That's but why for my, example, my father because, grew up. Because we've got a judgmental race. That's why. It's yeah. not just. They it's go not, back like, home it's not, it's and not. they hear something and they're like, "Oh, your daughter's this, this, yeah. and that." They Look, see it to their face. We, all, we yeah. all know. For us Albanians of, of sort of older generation of Albanians, other people's opinion towards them and the families and the kids is important. It matters. Exactly. Yeah. As far as for us, it doesn't yeah. matter that much. Yeah. That's the thing. But, they, try but they, do, they, do, they do change. Look, I'm 34 and I still won't smoke in front of my dad. Mm -hmm. Not because I'm scared, just out of respect because I know he doesn't like it. Now a lot of people don't have respect. That's the, that's that's the, that's the struggle. Yeah. Like when yeah. we go back to Albania we introduce our new half Albanian, half English culture when we go back home, for example. Mm -hmm. It's like they're a bit confused because they, they don't know which... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. who's this person? Like, we raised her, she's supposed to be a certain kind of way, but, right. like, she comes... Yeah, I mean, at the same time, growing in an Albanian family, you should know sort of minimal mm -hmm. things. For example, a person, a person comes to the house, you get up, you greet yeah. them. Yeah, see, this is why And I'm this like younger generation, they don't, well. they, don't, they don't get up, they just sit down kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. That's basic manners, drink. though. That's, yeah, but that's, that's, that's right. Yeah, in different uh, cultures, this, you don't this do A lot of the younger Albanian generation, they grew up in here, they haven't experienced this kind of... Mm -hmm. Cultures, obviously, they don't know. But if your family is open minded, it's a lot easier. As your yes. mom and dad, it's their obligation to love you regardless of sometimes what you do. Sometimes you have to drop but it. But some parents, regardless of what you do, they have to love you. My mom nearly like cried when I got my tattoo. Eventually, yeah. now, now she just looks at my arm and she completely forgets that it's there. Literally, like, you get used to it. If just I asked for permission, this would have never happened. Yeah. They're human, but they're she's not kind robots. Of like, once it happened, she accepted it. But, but yeah. you say you have to sort of like talk to them about it. But some, like, I've done it myself. Yeah. You want to do something and you know you are adamant that it's right. But in their eyes, it's wrong. You have to go and do it, regardless of what they're going to say, how they're going to react. It has to be done for you to get where from A to B to where you want to be. Mm. You sort of have to forget your parents' beliefs and even emotions. Well, about being your parents, they try to live their life through their children, yeah. in a sense. Yeah. 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 Like, what did what did your parents say when you dyed your hair blonde? Right. So this is the thing. Oh. They, were, they weren't here. They were in Albania, and I had to stay and work. Mm. And my dad said, "That's the last time I'm leaving you here, <laughs> like at home alone." <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> my mom was like, right, you're getting a haircut, take it all off. On that subject of, um, if you want to do something, you do it. And then you were saying, but you should know how to go about asking it. Mm -hmm. Like, even if I did speak about it, I know what the answer would be. <laughs> and there's been a few decisions in my life that I've made where, so my dad has told me, next time you want to do something like this, talk to us about it. If you, every time you got a big decision. So now I had a big decision, like I moved up and I, I spoke to them about it and my dad was like, no, don't do it. So I'm like, so first you're telling me to ask you for permission or have a conversation about it, but then at the end of the day, I'm still getting a no.
So what do you think was your biggest struggle adjusting to life here? Oh, just being brought up in an Albanian community. Hmm. I mean, it's slightly different. I, I came here on my own, I grew up on my own, on my teenagers. I didn't have any parents or anyone to tell me what's right, what's wrong. So making bad decisions all the time and learning as you go along. But Trial bigger, and error. Yeah, bigger struggle was not having supervision or someone to point you to the right directions and the language barrier is the biggest yes. struggles. When I, when I came here, I think is we didn't have the rights to travel. So obviously you miss home, you miss family. Mm. And it's like, if a cousin of mine asked me some years back, they said, oh, when you was 16, what, what was your dream? And I said, my dream was to see my parents. Uh, and the oh. thing is, they can't understand that. So from the moment I moved to UK, I can't, I can't even understand. Look, the moment I moved to UK at 15, and until I saw my parents, was nine years difference. So I saw my parents for the first time after nine years. Mm -hmm. so at that time, did you regret coming here because you hadn't seen them for so long? I regret coming here now. If I had the opportunity to go back in time and have the option, do I stay with family or do I come to England? I would stay with family. I would have gone education in Albania. I would have got a job, and I wouldn't have missed nine years not being with family. That's but a massive regret, though. You lose people. You lose cousins, grandparents, and mm -hmm. you, you can't know, go back and see them. You can't. You can't. Well, you got weddings. That, and that stuff time is gone. That nine years of my life in it to me, that's a wasted nine years. So obviously Ouch. you guys can't it's understand waste, that. It's not but a waste because it's built you to the person you are today. Yeah. You can't. If you didn't do that it's nine years, you wouldn't be. You'd be a completely different person. Mm -hmm. Don't think you'd be it the same. Ruins, mm -hmm. it, you understand? It ruins a childhood mm. by all definitions. Yeah. It does, but you, you might. Do you not feel you've grown from that now. experience yeah. though? Like that nine years, you've survived independently without depending on your parents or anyone else, emotionally or financially or anything, support you. On, the, on, on that aspect, yeah, but on the emotional side of things, you lose a lot. Because now you don't need them like that. It's when you needed them that you didn't have them. It's like me and your, me and your, me and your mom after nine years, you don't know how to react. You can't oh. understand that. You literally can understand that. But you would speak, it's just not the same, is it? Yeah, it's not the same. Well, imagine from my family's point of view, you leave your kid at 15 and you meet them again as a grown man. Mm. And the time in between... That's crazy. And I've got I my mom now, I mean, I'm 34, and every time my mom, she... You know, she likes to sort of tickle, play. She still acts with me like I'm 15. Wow. I just still, I, you know, I don't... Just let her be, but that's the thing, she speaks to me I'm, like I'm 15. My struggle was dating outside of my culture because I was supposed to date in Albania and do the whole traditional way, like get married, have kids, da, 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 da. and instead I moved out with my Italian boyfriend prematurely before we got engaged or married, so that was. Absolutely. Yeah. Went through a lot of ups and downs during that period of my life, but now my mum is like, okay, cool, if you're happy and you're treating good, I'm fine. Good, good. So it's about adapting their mindset as well, even though they're older, they have to love you and accept you as a child. Doesn't matter if you've adapted to the English way. What about you, John? My thing um, that I struggled with is just finding people that I connect with, because like I had different, I got brought up differently, so I wouldn't be allowed to do a lot of those things. So obviously they wouldn't understand. Oh, why can't you have a sleepover? Or why can't we come round? Or why yeah. can't you come round? You know what I mean? And to me, it just made sense. Oh, because of this, and they didn't understand. So it kind of like pushed me back a little bit. But now, obviously, I've understood it's because of. I've understood why they say that, so now that's it's not a struggle anymore. My struggles uh, really was with my dad, and it relates to career. So, like now looking back on my life, and I really had the, like recently had this epiphany, which was I've only got into working in the video industry or film industry, like from last year, and that's only because I finally realised. Well, actually, I've loved film from when I was young, when I started like making short little skits with like my sisters or short little films from the age of 8 or 10 but my parents never picked up on it 
and I went through school following that thing that I was good at and I never picked film studies because I didn't think, my, my dad didn't think it was something that I should do but now that I've gone through 24 or 5 years of my life it's only now that I've realised that actually this was my passion so I've finished uni, finished everything only to do the wrong thing mm. and not the thing which I I, I I was just following what would make my dad happy mm. and it's only now that I've realised But I won't, I won't call it the wrong thing, it's still a positive thing you still so, gain something Yeah, no, I've gained something wrong but thing. it's like so the whole thing we were saying about living through the parents are trying to live through us in the sense that my dad hadn't been through uni or school mm. in that sense so he wanted me to be that guy who does it like for him no, in the that made you so. work harder and realise that this is what I really want the fact that they're so against it you, made you think no. oh is this what I really want and you're like yeah this is actually what I want yeah, whereas no, if they just said do it do it you probably wouldn't be as passionate about it the fact that you realise late let's say you realise oh my god this is actually what I really want to do whereas if they just let you from the start you probably wouldn't have taken it so seriously problem is not many people know right, what I want to do you, as, as, as you grow as you try different things yeah. that's when you know what you're good at and what you're not good at the biggest struggle for me is my parents caring what others think and I tell oh, yeah. this them every single day. Why do you care what, like, even if it's even if it's their mother or father, like, what, what, what do you care for? Mm. How how is their opinion affecting your life directly? Like, even if I go outside, even if the windows are open in the house, yeah, and I'm shouting, I'll argue with my brother or whatever. They'll say, "Almost oh, vikatset ni I'm like, so. <laughs> How is that affecting you? Why do you care? Why does that matter? It's and just the mentality. They just can't seem to understand it. Like. Yeah little things like in a supermarket don't act this way don't behave that way like i say to them are you ever going to see these people again is that your boss is that your, is that your manager who cares who cares about them like yeah. i'm i'm here being me let me be me if and you're not hurting anyone there's, there's nothing wrong exact, with you. exactly and i'll do anything that pleases me as long as it's not at the expense of someone, of someone else's happiness mm -hmm. and but they, they, and, and sometimes the way it comes across to me is what's in their best interest is how you're perceived by others. Oh yeah, his kid goes to uni, or he makes a lot of money. And when others are thinking that about their child, for example, they're getting a buzz off that. Yeah, they think we're great, they think we're great parents, blah, blah, blah. But they're not actually focusing on, look what our kid's done. And it's all, it's all, it's all that's weird. That's the mentality for the reputation of other people. Yeah, but that's a mentality yeah. that grew up with them for all the people. It's hard to change. Yeah. Right, until 91, or until sort of late 90s before Albanians immigrated, we had nothing. They literally had nothing. Nothing to their name. <laughs> nothing to show for, not good job. That's, that's what Albania was like. Let's be realistic. So when they came to England, people changed and people got things that they never had before. So the people in the village, that they never had the car or the bicycle, the nice house like the people in the city did. When they come here and they achieve all these things, they want acknowledgement, they want others to know, look at what I've achieved because they never had this stuff that's before. That's ego. Yeah. Yeah, but yes. that's also a natural but thing. But you also, you, you also, hard, you but, showing off, but you Hold on, it's not, we call show it showing off, off, but it's not, it's that it's pride. Yeah. Thank you for watching, guys. We hope you enjoyed the third episode of Our Chat. Like and subscribe. <laughs> See, why are you interrupting me, <laughs> laughing? <laughs> Welcome back. When was the first episode? The first two. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do this. Best mates, let's do best. <laughs> 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 <laughs>